0: okay guys let's see some activity welcome to miracle night miracle night come expecting your miracle i'm telling you god is missing a move but before we do we're gonna pray okay we're gonna pray all righty well all righty welcome 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 guys welcome welcome all righty welcome to miracle night you can go on our websites and stuff uh god dot com is being worked on. You can go on kingdom KingdomWealthNow.co. You can go on there. And I need you to like and share here on Instagram. So every time you like and share, or not share, but invite, however you want to call it, you cause the feed to go out, guys. I said you cause the feed to go out to other people. And we need people to hear this word tonight. This word tonight is going to be sharper than any two-edged sword. Let's pray. Father, we come against every spirit tonight. We come against every spirit that 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 hinders this word tonight. Lord, we come against the devil, God, every tactic, every devil, we speak to you right now. We come under the authority of Christ to put you under subjection. I speak to every witchcraft spirit tonight. I speak to every spirit, Lord, that's coming against this word. I speak to every spirit. Every spirit come under subjection of the power of the Holy Ghost right now, every Every spirit, unclean spirit that's not of God, I command you to get out in Jesus' mighty name. And I command you to to lose your power tonight in Jesus' mighty name. I come against every spirit, every witchcraft spirit, every jealousy spirit, every envy spirit. I come against it right now over the airwaves, over, over the sun waves. I come against every spirit tonight that hinders this word. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I command every Every spirit that's unclean, every spirit that's not of you, God, I command it to leave in Jesus' mighty name. I command it. Hallelujah. We rebuke every spirit tonight, every spirit. I want you to tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm rebuking the spirits in my house. I'm rebuking the spirits. Listen, I'm telling you something. Jesus gave us power over all the power of the enemy. Don't let the enemy manipulate you and act like he's stronger than you. Because listen, he's nothing but a weakling. The Bible said he's like a roaring lion. Listen, it didn't say he was a lion. It said he's like a lion. He tries to act big and bad, but he, listen, let me tell y'all something. He has no power. He has no power over you. God gave you all the power over him when you invited Jesus in your heart. When you invited Jesus in your life, you got power to tread upon scorpions. Listen, you have power over all the power of the enemy. It doesn't, Listen, the devil should not be kicking your butt. You should be kicking the devil's butt. He should have a bad day when you wake up he should say, you know what, (laughs) I better leave because uh, that one right there has got the power of God on him. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. God is going to do something tonight, but I need you guys to do something as well. I need you guys to like and share, activate. Listen, this word just ain't for you. It's for lots of people. Listen, it's not for you. I need you guys active here on this feed, especially on Instagram, on the radio. I need you active sharing with somebody. Listen, this word is not just for you. It's for many, many people. He said, I send my word out and healed them. Listen, we got to preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, rebuke, reprove, and exhort. We got to do all three. But God said, listen, the word shall go out. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm preaching the word tonight. Nothing but the word, so help me God. Listen, I got to preach. God called me to preach. I got to preach. I can't disobey God just because you don't like me. Come on, I can't disobey God because you don't like me. I gotta continue to obey God. I gotta continue to obey God. Listen, I don't care. I told my wife, I'll preach to the to, to the storms come down. I'll preach in the parking lots. Why? Because if God called you, he qualified you. If he qualified you, he sanctified you. And you know what? Nobody can discontinue you. Why? Because God called you, he sanctified you, and if God loves you, can't Nobody hates you. I'm going to rest there. I'm just going to rest there. We're going to be talking about growing up in God tonight. Listen, a lot of you need to go to another level with God. A lot of you have been stuck at the same old level with God. And, And you wonder why you go through the same old stuff with God. Because you're not grown up in God. And don't tell me you're a Christian and you've been a Christian 20 years and you mature in God. That don't make you mature. Maturity comes with decision. It comes with decision-making. I know some people are more mature in Christ than ones that's been following God for 40 years. Yes, I said it. Listen, they some pastors in churches. they more immature than a two-year-old. Come on, somebody. they more more immature than a two-year-old. Listen, I'm talking about where Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 13. Listen, we got to come to the knowledge of growing up in Christ. We got to grow up. We've been babes for far too long. And God, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I've seen some pastors act like a two-year-old in Christ. Listen, Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Listen, I once was a child. I spake as a child. I've learned to become a man and put away childish things. Listen, there ain't no more time to be childish in God anymore. We got to grow up. We got to quit gossiping. We got to keep going behind people's back. Come on. That's not a Christian. I'm telling you, if you're going to grow up in God, we got to grow up, guys. We got to come to the maturity of Christ. And this childish stuff we ought not be doing as Christians. We need to grow up in God. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. We can't not stay at the child level with God. Listen, yes, he calls us a child of God, but we don't have to be childish. Listen, God wants us to grow up. He wants us to become a man and and get away from these childish things. And that's what we're going to be talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm going to show you in the Word where I'm talking about growing up in God. So many people that I've seen so many times, especially in Christ, you know, you can tell when they're babes. You know what I'm saying? You can tell when they're immature in God. Why? Because a lot of them want to read their Bible. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stretch some things for you and explain some things, what I'm trying to talk about tonight, about maturity in God. You will see some people wanting to read the Bible 24 hours a day. Let me tell you something, guys. I, I've read the Bible through and through. I, don't, I can't tell you how many times. But see, here's the key to it. It's not what you read, it's what you live. <laughs> it's not what, what you read and what you know in your head. It's what you live. When, when something comes to you, you make a decision with the word of God. You don't make a decision with your thoughts. You make a decision what, what the word of God has to say about it. See, we don't make decisions because we think it's the right thing to do. We make decisions what the word of God has to say about it. I tell people all the time, let's let's see what God has to say about it. And, and if God approves of what you're doing, then you're doing right. But if he don't, and the Word don't approve it neither. We don't need to be doing it anymore. Listen, the Bible tells us if we have an alt with a brother, we need to go to the brother. We don't need to go behind somebody's back. We need to go to the brother because if we don't go to the brother, we might lose the brother, and that's the Word of God. And and, and we don't, when situations pop up, we need to go back to the Word. What does the Word have to say about it? And, And that's where maturity comes in. That's where maturity says, you know what? David said, I have hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against you, Lord. We need to have his word all in our heart that we might not sin against him. Because, see, the word will mature you, the word will sharpen you. Well, the Bible says the word is sharper than any two edged sword, piercing every slender, miring to the bone. It, listen, it divides. It divides your thoughts and your what you're thinking, and it corrects you when you're thinking wrong. You know what I'm saying? So Paul said, think on these things that are pure and a good, and a good report. See, the, our problem is, is our mind goes wandering sometimes. And, and if we're not meditating on his word day and night, we're not going to be in perfect peace. That's what it said. Meditate on his precepts day and night, and God will keep you in perfect peace. See, the problem is people don't have peace because they don't meditate on God. They meditate on everything but God. Hallelujah. And I I just uh, feel this tonight. Uh, We're going to be talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 13, growing up in Christ. It says, though we speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. What is charity? Love. And I become an atta- a sounding brass and tingling symbol. Do you you know what you sound to God? You sound to God like this, boo, boo. You know that's that's annoying to God. That's what you sound like. Well, God, when you don't learn how to love people, you you're a tingling symbol. You're a brass symbol. You become sounding brass symbol. Otherwise, you get on God's nerves. I'm just going to say it. You get on his nerves. You preach one thing and you live a different. Come on, that's a hypocrite. Listen, you can't preach something you don't live. How about preach what you do live and leave what you don't live, leave it alone? That's called a hypocrite. Okay, I I'm, I'm am i become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have give. I have a gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and all faith, and I have all faith, knowledge, and through all I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity. Listen to this I'm nothing. I don't care if you prophesy over people. I don't care if you talk in tongues. I don't care if you shout the biggest shout in the world. If you don't learn one thing, L-O-V-E, it's called love. What is love, dude? Love rejoices not in evil, but it rejoices in the good. Sometimes love tells people the truth. Come on. And sometimes love is is, listen, love is gentle. Love is patient. Love is kind. Listen, this is what the Bible said love is. But love does not rejoice in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. So sometimes telling people the truth, that means you love them. If you don't tell them the truth, you don't love them. And that's uh, confirmation. Yes, brother, yes. Yes. I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity. I am nothing. And though I persuade all my goods to feed the poor... And though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profited me nothing. Charity suffers long. This is what charity does. This is what love does. I'm going to tell you what the Bible said love does. Love suffers long. Love is kind. It ain't rude. It ain't mean. Come on. we get getting to this tonight. We're talking about growing up in God. If we're gonna grow up, we gotta act like a grown-up instead of a child. See, I go back to my grandbabies because my grandbabies are like this. My grandbabies, you know, they act like a grandbaby. They act like a child. But I also see some adults act worse than my grandbabies. <laughs> I really do. I really, really do. And, and it's <laughs> and it comes to me, I'm like, God, they've never grown up. They've never come to maturity like you want them to. And it's the same way in Christ, guys. We started out as a babe in Christ, and now God wants us to grow up in this maturity of level of Jesus. Now watch this. Charity suffereth long and is is kind. Charity envieth not. If you love somebody, you won't envy what they have. You won't envy what they got. You will not envy. envy. You know, I, I got a lot of friends that say they're friends, but they envy everything I got. I'm telling you, I could tell they do. You know, I get a motorcycle, they want a motorcycle. You ever, you ever seen that? You ever seen people envy people of what they have? Listen, the reason I don't play with envy, because the Bible tells me not to envy nobody's stuff or covet nobody's stuff either, because I don't know where they come from. See, everybody's got a story, and this is what helps me not envy people's stuff because you don't know what they had to go through to get to. You don't know what they had to go through to get what they got in life. That's why you should never envy somebody if they're richer than you or they're poorer than you. That's not none of your business because you don't need to envy people because God's blessed you with what's yours. What's yours is yours. And, 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 you know, we got to be grateful for what God has for us because God is testing you sometimes. My God, I feel this. Who am I talking to? See, God tests you sometimes just to see what you're going to do with your brother. Listen, if you're proud of your brother, if you, you glory your brother, God's going to bless you. You're next. But, but if you envy what he has, God said, no, you, you're not gonna get your turn because you envy it's kind of like a it's kind of like my grandchildren. I I had all my grandchildren one time in the store and I bought one of them something, and we all know, we all know that if you buy one grandbaby something, you gotta buy all grandbabies something. Why? you know why? Because they envy what each other have. But my one grandbaby, I noticed I bought all of them the same gift, but she was mad because she didn't get the right color. <laughs> Boy, we got to do some growing up in God, don't we? Because I see adults act like this. And we, we need to stop this, guys, because we need to grow up in God. We need to act mature as Christians. We don't need to be going around acting this way. And Paul, Paul condemns this in Corinthians here, and I'm fixing I'm to show you. Charity envieth not. If you have love in your life, if you growed in God so much, you're not going to envy people. You're not going to envy anybody. You know what you're going to say? You know what? They probably went through a lot of stuff to get what they got. And you know what? Hey, I'm proud of them. Glory to God. You know, I don't care. Sometimes it sets in when we don't have what other people have. Let me tell you something. Everybody's not at the same level. And I wish they was because we'd all be millionaires, right? I mean, let's, let's face it. We got some millionaires out here, but you don't see me going around envying their cars because, look, let's face it. Hey, he might have worked hard to get that. How do I know? But i tell you what, if I'm proud of my brother, if I rejoice when he rejoices and weeps when he weeps, God's going to reward me next. See, sometimes God has set you up just to check your attitude. And that's one thing God don't like is a bad attitude. God loves to adjust people's attitudes. I, I promise you that. Ask the children of Israel when they started complaining, when God brought them out of Egypt, they started complaining, and God said, Okay, you 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 say that you ain't got no food. And the Bible says God gave them so much food they choked on it. See, God don't like complaining. He can't stand a complainer. Why? Because listen. You complain about what you have, you're fixing to lose what you're complaining about if you're not careful. I'm telling you, there's so many people that complain. You know, I'm in a situation right now myself, but you know what, I could complain too, but I'm grateful for what God has gave me, and I'm grateful for what God has blessed me with. You know what, I don't have a whole lot, but I am grateful, and that's the will of God. We gotta learn to be thankful in whatever state we're in. I've been in high states where I had lots of money and all this stuff, but I've I've been in places where I didn't either. But I've learned, like Paul said, it doesn't matter whatever state I'm in, I've learned to be content. And what is Paul saying when he said that? He says, I'm learning to be thankful and grateful for whatever thing I, that's happening to me. And that's what Paul learned. He did, you know, he didn't get to a state where he's, He's mad at God because God didn't bless him with this and bless him with that. But let's go on. Let's go on. It says, I'm nothing until I besteed all my goods to feed the poor. And though I give my body to be buried and have not love, it profit me nothing. Love suffers long. Love is kind. Love endeth not. Love vanish and is not itself. It's not puffed up. It's not gonna act puffed up either, like you know it all. You ever been around people think they know it all? They they know it all. You can't tell them nothing. They everything you say, they got something better to say. You ever been around people like that? I, I know they they ain't like they all puffed up. You know, love don't do that either. Love does never puff up, mate, like it knows it all. Um, doeth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. So otherwise it's always seeking another person's blessings. It's always seeking, okay, how can I bless them and how how can I set them up for a blessing, not me? It don't think of self. It thinks of others. That's what love does. And it's not easily provoked. Love ain't easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Now love don't think no evil. If you have loved somebody, you ain't going to ponder stuff in your head to try to hurt them. My, my, my. You're not going to ponder in your head to try to hurt somebody if you love somebody. Come on now. It's time to grow up in God. It's time to grow up in God. You're not going to ponder in your head how to hurt somebody, how to hurt somebody. I know you ain't hitting them, but you're hurting them with your mouth. And, you know, your mouth is very, very, well, we can go to James chapter 3 where James talks about the mouth is a world of iniquity. And who can control it? But see, the reason why we can't control it because we, persist, we are possessed by demons of envy, strife, and bitterness. That's why we can't control our mouth because we need to get our heart right. See, when your heart's right, your mouth is going to be all right. Does that make sense? When your heart is right with God, your mouth is going to be right with God. But see, the problem is people can't control what comes out their mouth because their heart is wicked. My, my, my. Listen, God judges the heart of a man. He don't judge the mouth of a man. He judges the heart because out of the heart are the issues of life. And that's what comes out. It's not what goes in a man that defiles him, but what comes out of it. And see, what comes out of him is what's in his heart. So see, we got to learn. And where's our heart? It's our mind. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. The problem is, I always say this. My mom used to tell me when I was little. He said, son, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. I believe that. If you got time to idle your mind during the day, you need to go find something to do. Because if you sit and do nothing all day long, you guess what? The devil's going to pick up a workshop in your mind, and then you're going to let the devil take control of you. See, it's time to grow up and quit being scared of the devil and whip the devil and tell him to get out of your house because we know the devil don't pay your rent. We know he don't pay your mortgage. We know he don't pay these things. You know what? He does not have to be in your house because, see, he's in your house because you're a child. You're not a mature Christian. When you become mature, the devil gets scared of you. He does. He actually gets scared of you. Thinking, oh, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, he will bring old things up too. Yes, he will. He'll start bringing old things up. You're absolutely right. He'll start bringing old things up. Okay, let's go on with this. It says, it not behave itself unseemly, but seeketh not her own, not easily provoked, Thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. So, it's not going to If you love somebody, you're going to tell them the truth. You're not going to see them in a wrong and not correct them, because if you love them, you'll correct them. I'm serious. You you don't have to be mean when you do this, but you can correct somebody in a nice way. And you you don't when you see somebody doing evil. You can go to them kindly and say, "Listen, you know God. uh, God would bless you if you could quit doing this." Now watch this, guys. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. When you love somebody, don't matter what you have to go through, but it endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there is prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there is tongues, they shall cease. Whether they be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Now, wait a minute. He said knowledge will vanish away? Yes. People lose knowledge. That's right. For we know in part, we prophesy in part, but when which is perfect is come. Now, this is the good stuff. Are you guys ready? Listen, y'all gonna have to start sharing or something. You're gonna have to start uh, um, inviting some people on here and and pushing them hearts. Look, push them hearts like that. Push them hearts. I don't know. There, there you go. See that that allows more people to come on here, guys. It allows more people to come on here. And, and I need you to do that right quick because this last part, somebody's gonna get this tonight, and you're gonna get delivered. You are gonna get delivered. Listen to what he says. But when that which is perfect is come, then which is, is in part shall be done away. I'm going to read that real slow to you once again. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. Listen to what this is saying, guys. Now, listen, I'm fixing to give you something that's going to take you to another level with God. I'm telling you, it's going to take you to a higher level with God. Paul talks about in Corinthians, when I was a child, I spake as a child. See, it starts with your mouth some people listen your mind is outrunning your mouth your mouth is getting you in trouble listen he says when I was a child I spake as a child you can discern people by the way they speak yes I said it what they say see that's why the bible says be quick to listen slow to speak why why does God want you to listen more in your speaking? And I noticed some people, they got a mouth of the south. They just yak, 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 and yak, yak, yak. They just running that mouth 150 miles a minute. Why? Because they don't listen. You got to learn to listen more than you speak. Why Why does Paul, why did David say that in the book of Proverbs? Be slow to speak, but quick to listen. Why did he say that? Here's why he said it. Because You learn more by listening than you do speaking. That's right. You learn more by listening than you do speaking. You will learn more from people by listening to them instead of speaking all the time. That's why you never hear God talking to you more than you do. And I remember one time I was praying one day. and This is so hilarious. God told me, he said, son, you pray too much. You pray too much. You you're 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 thinking you're I'm hearing you because you pray long prayers. Did not Jesus say the same thing in Matthew? He said, Don't be like the hypocrites or don't be like the Sadducees, for they think their long prayers are answered. No. God does not like long prayers. Just make it to the point and leave it that and let God answer you. God can't stand when people mabble on, blah, 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 blah. You know, God's like, okay, get to the point now. That's how you know when when somebody's childish too. They blah, blah, blah. Oh, I prayed all night. I fasted all night. God moved. We felt the spirit move. You didn't feel the spirit move. You just felt an emotion. That's all you felt. The negativity. That's right. The enemy will try to bring evil thoughts and negativity. That's right. That that is absolutely right. He says, I spake of the child. I understood as a child. Now, when you discern people that are young in the Lord, they don't understand what you're saying. They have lack of understanding. It's just like that. My grandbabies, you know, at a certain level, I can't teach them because they don't understand. (coughs) So Paul talks about, understanding. The Bible said, get wisdom and get get getting your wisdom, get understanding. See, people don't, they read the word of God, but they don't understand the word of God. See, you got to understand what you're reading, because if you don't understand what you're reading, how are you going to apply it to your life? See, I can read something all day long, but if I don't understand it, how am I going to apply it to my life? Jesus said this to disciples. He said, I've been with you this long, and you still don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. He even spoke in parables to get them to understand. So understanding was what, listen, understanding was, was, was what God wanted us to want. Understanding. That's right. Give the like button. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. You, you We're we going to go to this next level. And, and you know what? I need you to share. I need you to. To 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 invite somebody, I need you to push that like button because more you do. Listen, we're pushing this out to new people. That's right. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something right here. I understood as a child, so understanding is what we need. We need to ask God for understanding if we want to grow up in God. We need to ask God, give me understanding, Lord, of what I'm reading. Give me understanding, God. I want to understand these things. I'm confused. This is what he said. I thought as a child. So if you don't get the understanding, your thinking is going to be out of level. If you do not get the understanding of God's word, your thinking is going to be off level. Because he said, I thought as a child. But when I become a man, listen to this. When I become that word become is developed, changed over, made a decision, I'm going to quit these things. Number 1, I'm going to I'm going to ask God for understanding, and number 2, I'm going to quit speaking as a child. I'm going to stop speaking as a child and start speaking mature things. I put away childish things. When I become a man, I put away these things. That word put away means quit doing it. Quit thinking the wrong thoughts. Quit speaking the wrong things. Come on. And and ask God to understand stuff because, number one, you're probably speaking the wrong things and you're probably having wrong thoughts because you don't understand. Does that make sense? Because if you could understand God's word, what it's telling you and what it's telling your life, what you need to be doing, then I think your speech and your thought life will line up. This way he says, when I become a man, I put away childish things. For now that we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but when I shall, known even as I've known. Now about Faith, hope, love. These three, the greatest is what? Love. L-O-V-E. What is love? Let's go over love one more time. Love is, love is what? Love is love does not envy come on when you love somebody you're not going to envy them you're not going to envy what they have you're not going to you're not going to do these things we don't we do not envy other people's stuff we don't envy their things we don't envy them period we don't envy them because they're skinnier than us well you know what i got a big belly so what so what? I got a big belly. Everybody else has got a skinny one. Some people envy people because they're skinnier than that. Well, I wish I looked like her. And if you did look like her, it, it wouldn't be natural. Some people wants to look like each other. I, I know people like this. They, they want to look, well, I want her hair. Her hair's pretty. I want her hair. God didn't have, he didn't create you with that hair. If he created you with that hair, he would have put it on your head. Come on, somebody. Listen, we need to quit envying people. What they have, what they look like. You know, I want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger myself. I want the big muscles he's got. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm not Rambo, okay? I can't kill up a tomb with a knife. So what? He's bad. (laughs) You know, I'm not that bad. secretly envying. That's right, brother. People envy one another. We, Well, I wish I was her. I wish I had a mansion on a hilltop like them. And if you did, you wouldn't know what to do with it. Why don't you just say, God, you know what? You bless me where I'm at. I'm little. I'm short, squatty. I'm squatty with no body. You know what? You're you. And you don't even realize it. That's right. <laughs> you know, I think the biggest thing people have a problem with is envy. I'm serious. They envy people. Well, I wish I had a motorcycle like him, or I wish I had hair like him, or I wish I was as dark as her. I wish I had her body set. You know what? If you did have their body set, you wouldn't know what to do with it. And if you did have the things they did, you still wouldn't know what to do with it. Maybe your attitude would change. Why don't we just be grateful for what God has blessed us with? You know, I'm grateful. I, I'm a good-looking man. I might not look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or you know, Huck Hogan. Or, But you know what? God didn't create me, Huck Hogan. He didn't create me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know who I am? My name is Jason. And that's who God created. And I'm very proud of what God created. And I like the smile he gave me. I like the glass. Well, he didn't put the glasses on. I put them on by not listening to him. But but anyways, the hair he gave me, that's what he gave me. And I'm proud of it. Why? Because I'm unique. Can't nobody be me. Don't even try to be me because you can't be me. You know, that's another thing, and I'm going to get in this too. A lot of you preachers out there try to preach like T.D. Jakes. Guess what? Baby, you're not T.D. Jakes. You hear me? You're not T.D. Jakes. Don't try to act like T.D. Jakes. Don't try to act like the man that's getting all the views on the Instagram. Oh, my God. Holy Ghost, help me here. Listen, don't try to act like them ones on the Instagram trying to get all the views and trying to get all this. Listen, God said, be you. Quit trying to be everybody else. Be you. God created Jason to be Jason. I can't be like somebody else. I can't talk like somebody else. And some people don't like my little bold attitude I got. But you know what? It's me. It's who God created. That's me. I can't nobody be like me. Maybe I don't have a sweet little kind little loving attitude like you. But you know what? That's just me. God cleaned the sin up in my life, but he didn't didn't clean the character he gave me. Listen, everybody has a character. And I'm just me. I can't be nobody else. This is good, guys. This is good. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you something. In 14, it says, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. He told you to desire spiritual gifts. So if you do not have none of the gifts of the Spirit, the prophecy, the word of knowledge, uh, the speaking in tongues, those are all gifts of the Spirit. He told you to desire after them gifts. But we'll get into that later. But what we're talking about tonight is we're talking about growing up in God. And you know what? The biggest thing I've learned, love goes all kinds of ways. Love suffers long. Love don't give up on people. Yeah. And how how well do I know? See, when you come to the maturity of Christ, that's one thing you're going to focus on is love. You know why that is? Because love changed my life. Love kept loving me when I was unlovable. Love kept loving me when I didn't pay no attention. Love kept loving me when I when I felt like a failure. Love kept loving me when I felt like throwing in a towel. Love kept loving me. Who is love? I'm glad you asked. God is love, my friend. And if you don't learn how to love people, then you don't love God. You ever heard that song, How Can You Love Your Neighbor?, When you can't love, if you don't love your neighbor, you don't love me. You don't love God. You ever heard that? You don't love your neighbor. If you don't love your neighbor, don't say you love God because how can you love God and hate your neighbor? Listen, I don't care what your neighbor has done to you. I don't care what your neighbor has said about you. If you don't learn how to overlook them and say, listen, brother, I don't care if you pull me by the hair of the head. I ain't going nowhere because me and you, we going to heaven together. And it don't matter what you've done to me. I'll love you to the end. Listen, listen. One thing I've learned about Jesus, Judas was sitting at his table and he portrayed him, but do you know the love of God still loved that man until the end, and he said, you betrayed the Son of Man with a kiss? Listen, even though they portray you, listen, you got to still love them. Why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And who's love? God. God is love. And that's where we got to come to maturity where we learn how to be like God. God loves people when you don't. God, listen, God, God approves people when you don't. <laughs> come on. Come on. We think, we think that person's so bad, and God's like, you know what? You you can disapprove them all day long. But God before them, then who can be against them? Listen, God will. He like King David. And I'll say this in the end, guys. King David was approved of God when man didn't approve King David. Matter of fact, they said King David was not qualified to be a king, but he said he's qualified for me because I love his heart. See, God judges a man's heart. He don't judge his outer appearance if he's got tattoos and all this stuff, pink hair. God's not concerned about that. God's concerned of what's in his heart. And you know what? God loved King David's heart. Matter of fact, the Bible says David was a man after God's heart. So God loved his heart, and that's why he made a king. <clears throat> so God God judges a man from the characteristics of his heart. But anyways, guys, that's all I have for tonight. Thank you so very much. Listen, if you guys want to start a business or anything like that, you can go on kingdomwealthnow.co. Uh, go on there check out um, some things, starting a business. Uh, I'm also uh, working on something, guys. Uh, I'm I'm I've been so busy here lately. Uh, we're working on a project of uh, a online school on here. It, it's 575 for the course uh, right here. You can take it right online. You'll get certified when you graduate the uh, online school. But it's getting ready for ministry. If you feel called to the ministry, you feel like you need help. We're here to help you. You know, but God spoke to me a while back and he said, uh, the late, uh, the harvest is few, but the labors are few. A lot of people don't know how to labor in God. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't know how to labor. They, they really don't. They, they quit. They start something. They don't finish it and they quit. It gets hard. The enemy attacks them. And this is what you're going to be learning. So if you're interested in getting the school and uh, we're, we're trying to launch it right now, you can take it right here online. And uh, we also certify you to, just, uh, to help you in ministries, help you start your ministry. So, And a lot of people never start their ministry. So if God's called you to the ministry, hey, get on board. We're here to help you guys. So um, I'll let you know if you want to um, get a copy of it and enter, uh, enter the course, uh, I'll let you guys know, and you can sign up. And uh, I'll send you an email when the course is finished. And then you can go on there and buy the course and it come in your email, whatever. All right, guys. Uh, if you want that, like I say, email us or PM us on here on uh, Instagram. And uh, we'll get that to you when we're finished. We're still working on the course, uh, online course of um, um, getting you ready for ministry. It's a, it's a school, online school. So we're still working on it. All right, guys, all of y'all have a wonderful night. And you know what? Happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if I'm saying that too early, but happy Thanksgiving. I hope all of y'all eat the biggest turkey ever. You know what? Have a bigger turkey than me. Have a great night. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on. God bless everyone. God bless you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday.